What's going on? Welcome to the Ransomed Bodies Project. I am your host, Trent Harrison. I am the founder and CEO of Ransomed Bodies Training. This podcast is for those who want more out of their fitness journey and who are ready to unlock their fullest potential with their physique without cutting out your favorite carbs or eating within a four-hour window. You are going to learn how to turn your body into a fat-burning furnace and muscle-building machine. I am going to break down some of the biggest myths, controversies, and questions that you are facing right now that are stopping you from unlocking your best self. You ready? Let's get it. What's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Ransomed Bodies Project. Who likes Chick-fil-A? Who likes Chick-fil-A? Who likes In-N-Out? Who likes these foods, your favorite cheat meal? Today, we're going to be talking about how you can still eat Chick-fil-A and get results. And so I love Chick-fil-A. Like I'm a big fan of Chick-fil-A. I eat it depending on the time of the year. I would say I have it about a couple times a month, depending on the time of the year, right? There's so many different options that you can have from Chick-fil-A besides just, you know, fried chicken and things like that. But it all depends on where I'm at. If I'm in a bulk, if I'm in off season, then yeah, maybe I'll have it a couple more times than normal. Right now, currently, I'm on a pretty hard cut. And so now that I'm on a hard cut, my cheat meals are very, very limited. I haven't had a cheat meal in like six weeks, so a pretty long time, right? So it really all depends on what season I'm in and what phase I'm in with my body. So one of the things that's important to remember when we're talking about, can we eat Chick-fil-A? Can I eat pizza? Can I eat burgers? Can I have In-N-Out? Can you have five guys? Your favorite foods is the direction that fitness is headed. So I wanna take a step back and have a little overview about fitness and where fitness is headed right now because I'm able to see things differently than a lot of you guys are able to see. So there's really two different approaches in fitness and it has been changing over the last few years or so. The first approach is the old school bodybuilding approach, right? And if some of you guys remember or familiar with it, right? The old school bodybuilding approach is pretty much chicken, broccoli, chicken, broccoli, chicken, broccoli, egg whites, broccoli. That's the old school bodybuilding approach. They used to believe that the only way to get results, the only way to really get an optimal physique, the body that you really want, is by eating this bland, bland diet. Chicken, broccoli, white rice, whatever you want to call it, right? But then, now we have this new school attitude and approach. The new school attitude of dieting. The new school attitude of dieting is I can actually still eat my favorite foods and get results at the same time. I don't have to eat chicken and broccoli for every single meal. I could actually eat foods like Chick-fil-A. I could actually eat foods like pizza. You got low calorie ice cream. We have foods like Halo Top that come onto the market, right? So we have two completely different approaches that are going after the same goal. One approach, old school bodybuilding, chicken, broccoli, boom, 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 repeat, 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 eat like a dog. That's the first approach. Second approach, I actually don't need to follow this old school dieting. I can eat, Cauliflower pizza, I could eat Halo Top, I can have low calorie popcorn, I can have Chick-fil-A, I could have low calorie this, I could have keto that, whatever it is. So which approach is best? Which approach should you be doing? Here's the problem with the new school flexible dieting approach that a lot of people don't really talk about. The problem with the new school flexible dieting approach is we've actually created soft and undisciplined people. This is a little unconventional you know, approach and perspective on this. This is what I've just seen, you know, having hundreds and hundreds of conversations with people every single day. We've created undisciplined individuals that are entitled to specific food items, right? You're entitled to specific food items. I don't want to track my food. I don't want to, you know, eat the same thing over and over again every single day. I don't want to do X, Y, Z. I just want to lose weight, but I don't want to make any changes, right? 
I just want to get the body I want, but I really don't want to change anything I'm eating. But the reality is the way and the reason you're in this situation in the first place is because your current pattern of eating is wrong, right? The way you've been eating for the last few months, the last few years has gotten you into this position. So if you're approaching your fat loss journey, if you're approaching your weight loss journey with this mindset that you don't need to change anything, but you're still going to lose weight, you're coming at this with an ego approach and I'm not going to get results, right? You want the easy way out. Exactly, 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 easy way out. So how do we still do this though? Like, but you still should be eating those foods. You still should be getting results. I don't want to follow the old school approach. I don't want to just eat chicken and broccoli. I still want to eat the foods I love and get results. So what I do at Team Ransom Bodies in my style is more of like a mixture of both in the middle, right? The old school approach of bot, old school bodybuilding approach is super important because simplicity is key. And I'm a big believer that simplicity is key. A lot of people, one of their biggest mistakes is they make so many changes with their diets. They're trying to eat low calorie this, low carb that. They're trying to cook up this crazy concoction and it takes them 20 minutes to make. And you're like, oh, I'm trying to eat this low calorie pizza and now I'm eating this low calorie pizza, but it took me 30 minutes to cook. No, you need to focus on simplicity. However, there still should be flexibility in it too, right? I still should be able to go to Chick-fil-A every now and then and not feel guilty about it, right? One of the problems with the old school dieting approach is now I feel guilty for eating my favorite foods, right? So people that follow the old school bodybuilding approach, now when I go to have a cheat meal, now when I go to have my favorite foods, even though it fits my macros, and I'm sure you felt this way at some point or another, even though it fits my macros, I feel guilty on the inside because I feel like I quote unquote cheated, right? So one of the languages that we have to change is instead of I'm having a cheat meal, I'm having more of a free meal, right? Because if you're doing it properly, you're not cheating anything. A cheat meal means you broke something. A cheat meal means I did something wrong. Eating Chick-fil-A does not have to be wrong. Eating Chick-fil-A can still fit inside of your diets and you can still get results if you do it properly. And if you feel guilty over these foods that you're eating right now, that means your current system and the plan you're following is wrong and it's not sustainable. You should not feel guilty for eating these foods. You should be able to still eat these foods you love and get results, right? So my approach is more in the middle. It's not this old school bodybuilding where we're only eating chicken and broccoli for every single meal, but I'm also not sitting here being like, oh, you can eat cauliflower pizza and all these different tacos and things like that over and over again. We're in the middle. So you won't be eating cauliflower pizza every day, but you also aren't gonna feel like you're dieting, right? The goal is to be in the middle where I feel like I'm still eating a good variety of foods, but I'm not dieting. Because here's a problem with dieting. If you feel like you're dieting, people that go on diets oftentimes come off of diet, right? The goal is not to go on and off of a diet. The goal is not to lose weight and then go back to your old way of eating that you did previously. The goal is to create healthy habits and sustainability so that I not only get shredded, I not only get lean, I not only tone up whatever your goal is right now, but you're able to maintain and sustain it because here's the truth. Here is the truth. If you cannot keep the weight off, if you don't know how to sustain the progress you made, your system is broken. Your system is failing because the easy part is getting there. The easy part is getting the body you want, All right? This is the truth right here. Listen closely. The easy part is getting the body you want, but on the real to keep it hundred with you, the hard part is keeping it. The hard part is sustaining it. I've been doing this for years now, and the hard part is continuing to press forward and push through even in times of difficult seasons in your life, right? Are you going to be able to follow this diet when you have to work overtime at work? Are you gonna be able to follow this plan when it's Christmas time, holiday season? 
Are you going to be able to follow this plan when you're traveling, when you're on vacation? Because if the answer is no to any of those questions, you need to have a different plan. You need to follow something different, right? So the goal is to get results without necessarily dieting, all right? So how do we do this? How do we do this? Losing weight, getting shredded, getting lean is very simple. And I talk about this all the time. All you have to do is eat less calories than your body burns on a day-to-day basis. It's literally that simple. So losing fat is all about energy balance. So what are calories? Calories are pretty much just a unit of measurement of energy. That's all it is. That's all it is. A calorie is a measurement of energy. So when you're consuming 500 calories, 1,000 calories, whatever it is, it's a unit of measurement. That's how we measure energy. When you go on the treadmill, it says you burned X amount of calories, X amount of energy expenditures, right? We're able to put a number to the amount of calories and the things that you're burning. And I'm able to put a number to the calories I'm consuming. So now when we're talking about, can I eat Chick-fil-A? When we're talking about, can I eat in and out When we're talking about, can I eat five guys? It's just a unit of measurement. It's a unit of energy. So if we're comparing two different foods, old school bodybuilding approach, new school fitness approach, 500 calories of chicken and broccoli versus 500 calories of Chick-fil-A. My question for you is, is there a difference? Is there a difference between 500 calories of Chick-fil-A and 500 calories of chicken and broccoli? What do you think? What do you think? The answer is yes and no. Yes and no. Yes and no. Again, calories are just a unit of measurement of energy, right? So, If I'm eating 500 calories of Chick-fil-A and 500 calories of chicken and broccoli, my body processes that energy, if we're only talking about calories for a second, my body processes that unit of energy the same exact way. I'm not talking about digestion, whatever you wanna get into all that. That's a completely different episode. We're talking about calories right now. Your body processes it the same way. So yes, it is the same. Yes, it is the same. Is it smart? Absolutely not. No, it's not smart, right? Because you can literally eat 1,500 calories of Chick-fil-A and still lose weight. That is the truth on pen and paper. But here's a problem with this. The 1,500 calories of Chick-fil-A versus 1,500 calories of chicken and broccoli have different calorie densities. This is what a lot of people don't talk about. Calorie density. Calorie density means the amount of calories that are in a specific amount of the food, right? So if we're comparing something like a salad to something like peanut butter, The density of a salad, you could eat a massive bowl of salad and the calorie number will be very low versus I eat a little spoonful of peanut butter and the calorie number is like two, 300 calories, right? Calorie density, peanut butter, Chick-fil-A, pizza, these heavy calorie foods are more calorie dense versus higher volume foods such as salads, rice cakes, rice, um, all these other foods that are more voluminous foods right? So even though Chick-fil-A and chicken and broccoli are the same calories, what's going to happen is as you're eating Chick-fil-A, if you only ate Chick-fil-A, for example, you're going to be more hungry because the calorie density is so high and the calorie volume is so low. You're going to have less energy because you don't have as much micronutrients, right? You're going to lose muscle mass because the Chick-fil-A has higher carbs and fats compared to the chicken and broccoli, right? So I'm not going to be able to retain as much muscle mass my metabolism will slow down, right? Because I'm not eating enough nutritious foods and I'm gonna be missing out on good micronutrients. So we have two different types of nutrients, macronutrients, carbs, proteins, fats, and then we have micronutrients such as your vitamins and things like that, right? So the calories are the same, but the nutrient composition is different. The nutrient composition, right? And this is what takes someone to the next level. This is what determines an average physique versus 
a, wow, that is a completely different person physique. Okay. So nutrient dense foods, such as foods, chicken, broccoli, salad, kale salad, whatever you want to call them, apples, all those different things, healthier options, more food for less calories. It's going to fill you up, right? So if I'm eating something like an apple versus something like only peanut butter, I'm able to eat a whole apple and it's a lot less calories versus compared to the density of peanut butter. All right. More fiber. The more fiber I'm eating in something like an apple, for example, is going to help fill me up more. So I'm not going to be as hungry versus eating 1500 calories of Chick-fil-A, pretty much no fiber in that, right? Which is going to leave me even more hungry. So on paper, yes, you'll lose weight eating 1500 calories of Chick-fil-A, but in theory, most people are not going to be able to follow that. 99% of the population will not be able to eat that because you're still going to be starving because 1500 calories of Chick-fil-A is like, like a, a couple sandwiches, right? And that, that's all you're eating for the day. You're in big trouble. Nutrient dense foods have a lot less sugar and then they have more micronutrients, right? So if you really like Chick-fil-A, how can you eat it and still get results? Here's the key. And this is the strategy that I want you to take away from this. You want to make sure you're eating at least 80 to 90% of your calories from nutrient-dense whole foods, like I was talking about earlier, because more food for less calories, more fiber, less sugar, and more micronutrients. And then you're going to give yourself a little bit of a wiggle room to fit in those foods you like and enjoy. Maybe it's chocolate. Maybe it's Chick-fil-A. Maybe it's In-N-Out. Maybe you like eating chips. I give myself a little bit of wiggle room to be able to fit those foods in because it's better to be 80 to 90% consistent 100% of the time versus focusing on 100% consistency pretty much none of the time because it's not realistic and sustainable for you. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, it all depends on where you're at with your specific journey. So for example, right now, I'm in a hard cut. I'm locked in. I'm focused. 80% is too low for me. I don't follow an 80% split, right? I don't eat 80% nutrient-dense foods and 20% fun foods that I like. That's not realistic for me because my goals might be different from yours. Maybe you're just getting started out. Maybe you don't even track your calories. Maybe you don't even know what macros are. So let's start with 80%. Let's start with 80% and then work our way up. So what I do is when I have someone starting out and they're, maybe they're a beginner, maybe they haven't tracked their food, maybe they don't know what calories are, we start at 80%. I'm going to start you at 80% nutrient-dense foods, and you're going to be able to fit in 20% of your fun favorite foods. That way, you don't feel like you're making this crazy drastic change in your diet. Now, as you start to get more consistent, we're going to work our way up to 85%, 90%, 95%. As you get more and more disciplined, this is that healthy medium between the old-school bodybuilding approach versus following this flexible dieting approach where I'm like super flexible. I don't really care about eating the same foods over and over again. I just want to eat fun foods and still get results, right? So what you need to do is figure out what works best for you. Will an 80% nutrient-dense diet work? 85%, 90%. And if you think about the percentages, this is how this looks practically. Let's say 90% is nine out of the 10 meals that you eat are gonna be nutrient-dense foods. And so for every 10 meals you get, you get one fun meal, right? That's how that 90% looks. Right now, I'm probably 98, 99% for me personally, but I have different goals than you, right? So you can't compare your goals to my goals. So you gotta figure out what's gonna work best for you. And the way you do this is what are you gonna be able to sustain for the next six months, 12 months, two years, five years? What's sustainable for your lifestyle? 
If 95% nutrient-dense foods is not sustainable for your lifestyle, do not do it. I would prefer you to be 80% nutrient-dense foods, 20% fun, flexible foods, if you tell me you could actually follow that for the next 365 days. Because if you can, you will still look unrecognizable and a completely different person a year from now. Because your longevity and sustainability is the most important factor out of all this stuff. So as long as you're tracking your food, as long as you're hitting your macros, you're good to go. You don't have to feel guilty about eating your favorite foods. You don't have to feel guilty about eating a pizza now and then. As long as you're tracking your food, as long as you're hitting your macros, as long as you're doing it within a solid proportions. All right? So figure that out. Implement and stay consistently. All right, guys. I hope you guys got some value from this episode. Make sure you implement this flexible dieting approach into your routine. If you got any value from this episode, all I want you to do is take a screenshot of this right now, post it to your Instagram story, tag me at Trizzleman Fitness, and then what I'm gonna do is I'm reposting every single person that posts the podcast to their Instagram story. So I will personally repost you onto my own story. All right, guys. I hope you have the best day of your entire lives, and I'll see you tomorrow. Let's go. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you got some value from this episode. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you lose your next 15 to 30 plus pounds, build muscle, and develop a healthy lifestyle, just DM me on Instagram at Fitness with the word transform, and I will reach out to you directly to see if I can help. I will see you on the next episode, and God bless.